the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great, great Saturday morning. A little moisture in the air, but we're going to be all right because you can call you. Hey, call your friends, your neighbors, your church members, everybody around because we're going to talk about guilt and shame and what it has to do with the car business. So let's take the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, let this be a wonderful day for each and every one of the listeners to learn and grow and understand. Help them examine. Examine themselves like I examine myself before every teaching, every show, to to get the information to the real life experiences, what's going on in our life that we may prosper and grow in the Lord and make the best decisions we can make. I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day. I ask this all in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I tell you what, man, I have been studying hard on hurt guilt and shame and what it does to our emotions what does that matter when you walk into a dealership number one we're trained we are trained to sell you on your emotions dealers salespeople everybody works on their same emotions because they buy on their emotions and if you want to give us a call hey Give us a call, 210-340-9585. Give us a call. We want to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, there's a million different questions, a million situations, and we're going to talk about how were you hurt and the guilt. But hurt and guilt leads to shame. Are you ashamed of what you ride? I posted that the other day on Twitter. I don't know if that worked out or not. I'm not very good at electronics, as you know. So, but what is emotions triggered by? Hurt? Lots of times our, our emotions triggered by hurt. Guilt? Making a bad decision. And that bad decision and guilt, We're going. I'm going to explain a little bit that more. Guilt. Guilt is when, knowing when you do wrong. And you, and it doesn't affect you, but you think about it. It it maybe affects others, and you feel bad about it. And then it's shame comes in, because you've been hurt, you're ashamed of it. Because you've been made a bad decision, you can get shamed of it. But then shame controls you and your emotions. And how shame controls your emotions is you'll do something and you think you you see yourself but you think of others how they see you by how you see yourself and so you see yourself as a failure and when you do see yourself as a failure that it controls you it controls your thoughts your time your efforts so if you're ashamed of your ride what are you doing about it? Are you making a better decision? We're going to work on that. But uh, give us a call here. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. We'll, I won't embarrass you, so give us a call. Also, go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Found a, I found Danny a 55 Chevrolet. Got a call on a 57 Chevy convertible. Been restored real nice. The gentleman wants to sell it. He needs to take that money and do some other things in his life. 
and he's enjoyed the car, and he's trying to price it fair market. So just in case you want a real nice 57 Chevy convertible, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. Danny's having a great time with that 55, and I think Freddie is also helping him out with it. But they're productive, and they like working with their hands, and they like improving things, and that happens all the time. And that's what you want in your life, being productive, making better decisions, seeing the whole the whole problem. You know, problems and mistakes are great opportunities to learn and grow. But what's amazing to me is that people run around and make so many mistakes. We've talked about a, a, one of my producers, brother, who's made payments for 35 years on two brand-new vehicles, one for him, one for his wife. Well, now he's lost his job. Now he's about to lose those two units, but he's paid all those years and has nothing to show for it because he was trying to chase. Maybe he was ashamed of what he was growing up. I'll talk about that in a little bit more. But, you know, and then now there's people on advertising on on uh, radio a bunch about, I've leased a car for 21 years and I love it. Well, if you've got a business, now think about this. If you've got a business, you can write off what you can write off, what what bracket you are in, uh, you pay income tax on. So now we've reduced that. So it's really costing you, going to cost you 75% to lease a car. And after 21 years, this guy's leased four cars. He's on radio. And at the end of these, this next lease, he won't have nothing to show for it. So he's paid, ooh, mercy. I mean, stop and think it, probably four cars, probably 300. That's, you know, 1,200 a month. That's 15,000 a year. In 21 years, add that up, Bubba. Woo, mercy. And let me tell you something about leases. They're not going to take no gamble. You're going to do some stuff to the car, so they're going to leave room. They're going to do, they're going to mileage tattoo you or, or penalize you. So, I mean, there's so much to think about when you're buying a car. That's why you need to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the easy process. Describe your car to me. I'll buy it. Talk to Mrs. Ortiz. I've looked at her car, and we're trying to help her get a new one, or, or a good used one, and I'm going to buy her car. But I love meeting my listeners. I love helping, and uh, she's got a nice car. Well, if you've got a car that you want to know what it's worth, Go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, follow the easy process, or give me a call, 830-708-4789. Best way is go to my website. I'm super busy. My phone rings all the time. But if you want to talk to me, keep calling. And if I don't call you back that day, call me again. Because I'm telling you, I try to get to all my calls. And my phone blows up with all the calls. Now, go to the other side of the website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Get your credit score. Go to ftc.gov, safest place to go. I also have uh, I had a gentleman call, and I forgot to call him back. I've got uh, Kimball Peterson's phone number. He helps fix credit. I'll call you and give you that number of Kendall. And he helps people fix credit. We used to work for Dave Ramsey, real good guy. Get your credit score as high as you can so you can get the interest rate as low as you can. So after you've looked at your credit, cleaned it up, if you need help, give me a call. I'll turn you on to, to Kendall Peterson. And so you've got everything in set. Then go talk to lots of banks, lots of credit unions, you know, two or three. Find out what you can. And if they, somebody can beat or match your credit union or bank, Go with them to open up a new line of credit. After you've got all that lined up, you've talked to bank, credit union, you found out what the interest rate's going to be, how much interest you're going to pay, what the total note's going to be. Then you try to figure out exactly what you're going to buy. Shop, shop, shop. Go on the Internet. Uh, check everybody. If you see somebody driving one of those cars, you want to sell that car? Uh, have you had any problems with it? Do you, would you buy another one? You know, loyalty in the car business is gone. I'm telling you. People all over, they swap, they just always change their mind. Emotions. And they may be their neighbor. I'm ashamed of what I'm driving. Man, 
My neighbor's got something I don't have. I got to have that. Oh man, yeah. But does your does your emotions make the purchases? And does your emotions can they make the payments? Does it fit your budget and your pocketbook? So now you've talked to everybody. You went online. You checked out the automobile or the truck you want to buy. See what the market is. Shop, shop, shop. Talk to your bank. To, I mean, after your bank and your credit union, talk to mechanic. Talk to body shops. Talk to previous owners. Go online. Check the past history. Go to Consumer Report. Hey, a little work will save you a little money. A lot of work will save you a lot of money. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you, KSLR. Uh, 630, got Shemaya here today, and Barron's in the house, and Michael's in the house. Everybody's here today. Man, everybody's on board. I don't know what's going on, but, man, they got a lot of people coming in and out, and it's a great radio station. They care about you. They work with me outstanding. I love this station. It's the easiest station to work with, but they care about you being educated. And that's why they want this radio show. They want you educating, making better decisions. Hey, save some money for retirement. Save some money to get help others. Save some money. Because I see so many people with six hundred to twelve hundred dollar a month payments. Yeah. I was talking to a guy the other day, he's making twelve hundred dollar a month payment, driving too much on a truck, he's gonna have a lot of miles in another two, three years, and the truck's not gonna be worth nothing. He's still gonna owe fifty thousand dollars probably on that truck. He's trying to outrun the value. But why? When I was a young man, our family was growing when I was growing up didn't have much money. My dad didn't care what my mother drove as long as it started and got down the road. Didn't care what it looked like. And I, you know, my mother let me off at elementary, and boy, I really remember the junior high. And she would let me out in the morning, and boy, I'm going to tell you, we drove the roughest, ugliest cars around. And I felt ashamed of what I was climbing out of. I had my head down. I, I wasn't, you know, I was hurt. Because I'd see all my friends come in, all the other athletes come in, in real nice cars. And a good friend of mine that I was trying to help in school because he didn't try, his family had brand new cars. And I'd go over to his house, and they had, oh, man, they had everything. Well, we didn't. So when I got able, I was living over my means, over my head, because I had to have the biggest and the baddest and the greatest, because the shame had come on me, the guilt of not having it, the hurt of climbing out of those cars, caused me to want to be the biggest and the baddest of the, all the automobiles. I wanted to show off. And sometimes it put me in a bind. I was fortunate to be in the car business. I was fortunate to work my way around. I was fortunate to own those cars, and I had to outrun the deal. So, you know, it was a, it was a tough situation. And I survived it, but it was really, really different. So, anyway, are you ashamed of what you're driving? Are you trying to outdo somebody? The hurt of not having something in the past, and you're carrying that past? Is the guilt carrying the past and pushing it into shame? Because shame makes you look at other people how they look at you. And if you're not built up, fired up, and a child of God, hey, we're children of God. He's going to bless us. I love, love Jeremiah 29, 11. Do your homework. Go look at that. 11 and 12 and I think 13. Because he has plans for us to prosper, not harm us. Plans to, for hope in the future. And plans to continue to, to go on and be the best we can be. But, you know, we need help in buying vehicles. We go to school for everything in the world. But we don't go to school for buying and selling cars. We don't have that education. And I'm finishing my first book. It's Learn to Buy and Sell Cars 101. But also the second book I'm started on is The Big Secret. What's the big secret? What's the big secret? Is people continue to buy and buy over their head. 
They continue to buy something that loses value. They continue to take all the money out of the budget, and they lose money working so hard to get there. So, you know, I, I want you to know it's not a secret. Uh, thank you, Jimmy, for calling in. And if you've got any questions you'd like to be on the show, uh, we'll probably hook up the sound if we on there on uh, with some earphones. But anyway, thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate you listeners. And you can give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. When I received Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, the shame left of what I drive. Hey, I'm driving an old one Lincoln town car with 48,000 miles today, and I enjoyed driving it to the station this morning and driving it home last night. But I don't have to. I see myself differently because of Jesus Christ. I don't have to. I don't have that shame. He covered our, our shame. He covered our guilt. He covers our hurts. But if we let our emotions control us, we're going to make bad decisions. If we let our shame pick out what we want to drive, shame's going to buy something that looks great to everybody in the world. But you ever noticed that after you got something nobody else has got, you start to look around and you notice everybody else has got one similar to it or something better? So all this effort that puts you in debtor's prison you're, you're not there. I mean, you know, and in two, three years from now, you forget to wash it. Or you're like, you're like my account manager, bought a brand-new Camaro and parked it way in the back at the, at the station. And then after about two, three months, he parked it right with everybody else. And I love singing to him, you've lost that love and feeling. He don't want to give the effort to park it in the back to put that little door ding on it. Well, you you can be that same way. Now, he bought it to reward himself, but he had a little help. Does your spouse help you put you in debtor's prison? Does your spouse think you need rewarded? Are you thinking, this guy's got four kids. He's going to have to take the trunk off to put them all in there. going to have to put two in the trunk and face them the other way. But like a rumble seat. I've got a Miley Roadster guy called me about trying to buy out of Oregon. And he says, it got a rumble seat? I said, no, it's got a trunk. And then I thought about Arnie. I said, man, we ought, we ought to get him his Camaro and make it a rumble seat so he can carry his kids in the back. Of course, I don't think that's legal, but it's kind of funny anyway. So are you buying something? Because you're guilty. Oh, man, I'm guilty that I don't have something somebody else has got. Well, I work hard. We all work hard. But, you know, you don't think about working your time. You spent time working. And they pay you per hour or per job. And then you use that to buy a vehicle. But you're not going to get that time back. You're not going to get the money back. And it's going to lose value. So we need to buy what we can afford. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford, and man, them can't afford's are miserable. Oh man, you got to get behind the wheel. Something breaks, a funny noise, this, that, and the other, and you know. I had a lady come by to see me. This she's got a little old car. She got two cars. Husband passed away. She's driving her, his. She got a little car, a little PT Cruiser. And she was concerned about making sure everything was right on it. And that's good, you know. And she's trying to figure out what to do with it, if she's going to go keep it or, you know, personally I'd keep the cars that her husband had. But, you know, you've got to weigh up your situation and see how it fits. Because emotions are controlled in your mind. Emotions are up here. And car dealers... I get these magazines I'm putting on Facebook right now. I get magazines every month, and what do they talk about? Oh, yeah. They want to sell you on your emotions. Time for action right here. They got this guy. He is, he's geared up and ready to go. The action is getting your money. Take an ever-available dollar in a dealership not long ago. And the sales manager told the salesman, get in there and get some more money. They're bound to have 
some room on their credit card or somebody they can borrow some more money on. And so the salesman, boy, he got fired up and he took off. Man, I'm going to go get some more money off this customer. So the sales manager talking to the other sales manager and said, what kind of deal we got? Oh, we got plenty made, but I'm just trying to get some more. See, they don't want to leave none on the table. They want every available dollar. And so are you prepared for that? You know, guy that works for me, I love him, and his daughter's well-educated, big-time college. She walks into a dealership not long ago, and she says, all right, my budget is 400 a month on the payment. Can you imagine that? Oh, man. That's like a poker player laying his hand over in the middle of the game saying, I want to bet this. What do you want to do? That's about what it is. So what they do? They they sold her the cheapest car to make the most money and stretch out the months and stretch out the interest. This is a lady that's well-educated. She got hammered, I guarantee you, and she went to a dealership I wouldn't even recommend. It's one of those car guys on the other radio station that, hey, you're a VIP customer. Well, that VIP customer gets hammered because you've got faith in radio. you got faith in the advertisement. you got faith in this guy that sounds good. And, oh, man, they're going to take care of you. He knows how to talk to him. His radio show is all about advertisement. And so many people have walked in there. I had a lady walk in there. She came to my, she'd been listening to my show, came to my lot after she'd bought the vehicle. And what'd she find out? I asked her, what do you owe on it? I don't know. What'd you pay for it? I don't know. Who's financing? I don't know. What's your interest rate? I don't know. She didn't know nothing. It's because they know how to spin you. Just like that lady that went in there and said, I'm going to, my budget's 400 a month. Oh, well, great. We're going to work this out with you. I'm glad to hear that. Sit right down here. 400 a month. Oh, don't worry about it. It's just a few extra months. But we're going to put some little extras in here, this, that, the other. time she walked out, she paid probably 10000 too much. Another on the lady on the bought the Subaru. Let me tell you, she was 15000 upside down. Good friend of mine, she said, Randy, you're too busy. And I got this uh, VIP card. Well, they trust in man. And you trust in man, and we're playing a game that we keep track with money, your money. So they go in there, and they trust in them. And they know how to work hurt, shame, and guilt. They know how to make you look good to your neighbor. I was talking to a guy and his son, they sent him home in a brand new car trying to get him financed. Oh, yeah. Why? Because he wants the neighbors to see. Now, the neighbors see this brand new car. Will shame come on him if he has to take his old car back? Guilt that makes coming in his mind because he's not buying a new car and everybody sees it and all his friends, and he gets to take it to work and his co-workers see it. Will he be hurt? When he can't get financed, will he be hurt? Or are they got him put together at the right time where they he's thinking, oh, man, I've got to own this unit. And, I, you know, because everybody sees me. Shame makes you look at yourself as a failure if you don't follow through. Shame makes you work harder in buying something that maybe you can't afford. Hey, Jesus Christ takes the shame away, takes the guilt away, takes the hurt away. But, oh, no, we'd rather trust a salesman that don't know anything about us, that can tell us what we can buy, what we can afford, and how we're going to love it, and we never think about loss of value, how long we're going to keep it, how much we're going to enjoy it, and all our neighbors are going to have one like it. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Give us a call here. We're about to take a short break in a minute or two, and you can give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Or give me a call on my mobile. That's 830 830- 
708-478-9 right after the show. Got a lot of calls last week. I get a lot of calls on the other radio station. You can go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. See where I'm on on Sunday afternoons. Give me a call. We get a lot of calls on that radio show. I don't know. The Christians don't call here. That's kind of a, you know, the other show's station's not really a Christian. It's a Christian, but a little bit. And so give us a call, but be sure and go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, buying a, trying to buy some old trucks. Got two or three of them I'm trying to buy right now. One I've got, Mr. Daigie, has got, oh, man, it's one that I really want to fix up and keep. And it's the right, right truck, what I've always loved, my favorite. And then I've got a call on a uh, 51 Ford. Uh, if you're looking for a 40 Ford two-door sedan that's been restored but not quite finished, man, I looked at one the other night. It was cool, cool. Now, it's at the price where you can finish it, enjoy it, probably make a little money. Not no big-time, big-time car. But, I mean, we're talking about eleven grand for a nice 40 Ford two-door sedan. So I run across the good, the bad. I'm, I've got... Uh, Company's got 18 trucks down Laredo I'm supposed to go look at. Got another company's got 10 vans. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter what it is. If you've got uh, trying to buy a 16 Chevrolet trick truck from uh, some people right now, be sure and call your neighbors and your friends, church members, and tell them to tune in to us. We'll be right back in a moment. Thank you, KSLR 630 AM, The Word. God bless you. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. Thank you for tuning in again. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. We're talking about hurt, guilt, and shame because it's emotions that car dealers sell on. Emotions and making everything sound easy. Emotions that cause you, that triggers you to buy something that maybe you can't afford. But, you know, shame comes, again, we're looking how people look at us. But we look at ourselves, and then we think people look at us and see us that way. We've all done something wrong. Why do we do things, say things, we wish we hadn't? Number one, I've learned to slow down and think before I speak. I'm doing better at that anyway. Number two is, is maybe something in our past, every reaction we have that we blurt out, anger, stress, situation, is usually tied to something in the past. Shame loves holding on to the past and bringing it and dragging it along. So you're dragging the past along with you too many times. I've had ladies call me and want to buy a truck. Man, a nice, nice truck to impress somebody. They're looking for a man. They're looking for a husband. So they get them this big, wonderful truck because they're wanting, instead of, you know, I've told you probably not lately, but insecure people chase after love 
Secure people attract love. So insecure people are by something to attract love to come to them. And it's all on the wrong reason. You'll end up buying something, paying too much money, not really needing it, not really afford it. Had a lady bring me a truck about a year ago. She just had to have it, went to this dealership. They knew what she was doing. They put her together, and she paid way too much money. So she had to go get a separate loan to sell the vehicle to get her in something that she could afford because she was out chasing something. Are you chasing something with some kind of automobile? Can you afford it? Hey, if you can afford it, I got a buddy that just bought him a Ferrari. $320,000. He can afford it. Hey, let him have it. Now, why was he chasing that? This guy was raised super poor. He's been super successful because he's got connections in Mexico. He's got the money. He wants to impress all his relatives, all his friends, all his neighbors, everybody. And he was hurt. Here we go, hurt, when he walked into the Ferrari store. Walked in there, and they didn't want to talk to him. Didn't want to give him the time of day. Didn't want to give him a price. So what did that do? It hurt him. And that hurt, it took off, and it went through guilt, and then it stopped at shame. You know, they don't think I can afford this vehicle. Well, I'm going to show them. I'm going to prove to them I can afford it. I'm going to prove to them I can buy one. So he went somewhere else and bought one. Of course, here we go again. He walked in there and they didn't think he could buy. They didn't give him the time of day, but finally he got a hold of the right person, told him, hey, I got, you know, I got 250000 down on a $320,000 car. All I need to do is borrow 70000 Man, you can buy four four complex rent home or something with that. And it'd keep its value with that Ferrari. Hey, but the, you know what? He's got seven years free maintenance. Well, they know you're not going to drive that car nowhere. You can't park it nowhere. You're talking about worrying about a door ding on one of that little darling. Oh, mercy me. The good news is I got a man that works on Ferraris. Bad news is this boy lives 300 miles away. This friend of mine that bought the Ferrari. But, you know... He wanted to prove he could buy one of them. He wants to prove to everybody he can own one of those. Go learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process. And if you got a car for sale, and if you want an F12, I know a lady who's on radio that has one in super low miles, and it's only $270,000. Not me. I don't need it. I like my old, old one town car out here with 48,000 miles and I'm driving today. I like that old car. It gets me where I'm going, gets decent fuel mileage, got some protection. And guess what? I don't care if somebody puts a door ding on it. I'm not going to get mad at them in a rage, you know. You put a door ding on it. Do you love that car so much that you would, would fight for it? You would spend all your time and your emotions in your head out of control? Hey, and when you've got that shame, you think you're the only one that sees it. Everybody sees how you are. And most of the time, because of your rage and your anger, nobody wants to say anything. We're scared. We're scared to say anything. And you know how I know? Because before I found Jesus Christ, I was that way. Yeah, I lived in rage, and it was a waste of time, waste of thoughts, waste of energy, waste of efforts. But I've walked those shoes. Now I don't want you to walk in those shoes. I want you to make the best decisions. I want you to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually. Spiritually, you got to pray. You need help. I've got a friend of mine right now that's accepted Jesus Christ, and his life has changed. He's told me how much better it is. Talked to a lady yesterday that's account manager for me. She told me how much better her life is when she's got God in it, and I believe it. How much more secure she is. 
not insecure. See, the insecure people don't have anybody to believe in and trust in and love in. And that's when they walk into these dealerships and the salesmen are on go, man. We're going to sell him on his most. I've shown you in the magazines. The number one thing, work on the number one thing, the main thing is selling on emotions. And it even states that we, the salespeople, buy on emotions. But the difference between a salesperson and you as a customer, that salespeople person, when they go out somewhere else to buy, they want to talk to the manager, the head man, the best man to give the best price. They want to buy the best product. They want the best price. They want the best warranty free. They want all of the extra stuff they can get. They've done their research, see what's the best product. I've got an ex-brother-in-law that when he buys something, this guy, of course, he's got a lot of time. He's a car salesperson. He researches it to the max, to the max, because he's got that time. And he don't want none of that baloney. Don't try to oversell me. Don't try to put me together. I'm a salesperson. See, they don't want an even playing field. They want that advantage. Just like any football, basketball, baseball team that prepares so well. And they're ready to take everybody on. But are you ready? That's why you need to go to LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. You need to know what your trade's worth. You need to go to Learn to Buy and Sell. Describe the car to me. I'll tell you what I'll give. I'm buying a lot of cars off of listeners, helping them find a lot of cars, sold a few, uh, just sold a a church, uh, a pickup they needed. And uh, they need it for their maintenance man and all. Need some 15-passenger vans if you don't have, if you don't need them. I need for churches. I need them for other people. Need 15-passenger vans. Need cargo vans. I need everything. I used to be able to buy 300 cars a month without hardly working. Now we can only we have to work double hard to to buy 150. So I need everything I can get my hands on. And right now there's some good opportunities to sell for the for the money. Now if you want to trade your car in, that's a possibility. But remember, lots of times, what do they they wholesale the cars they don't want and make money, and then they retail the ones they want and make a lot of money. So, what's your car's worth? Do you want to give it away? You want to give the value away? Just like a lady called me that took a a um, title loan out in Missouri, transfers to San Antonio. They charged her thirteen hundred, same company, to send that title from from Missouri to San Antonio. Thirteen hundred, and she's not paid it off, and the car's not worth what she owes. And they slapped her for another thirteen hundred. Don't do a title loan. They're three hundred thirty percent interest. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. After six payments, you've already paid back more than you borrowed. So make sure. Tell your friends and neighbors, find out what your car's worth, sell it, and get cheap transportation. Tend to your business. Now, income tax checks should be hitting in the next week. That's not free government money. That's your money. The employer's taken out. The employee holds it, sends it to the government. The government holds it. They don't pay you no interest. And then it comes back, and you think it's free money. You've already worked for it. It's already, you've already spent that time. So do it wisely. Hey, I I used I still love the guy, and I still do business with him, and he called me the other day. But buy here, pay here. Hey, work them hard. Work the interest. Work the car. Make sure you, hey, don't let them put you in anything. I've got a buddy of mine who's the world's greatest of putting a customer in what he wants to sell, not what they want. And he tells them anything in the world. And puts them in something that's not very good for way too much money. Hey, work them. You're a valuable customer. There's 500 dealers out there that will finance you. Find the right one who needs to sell a good vehicle at a right price and the right interest rate. Work them hard. Tell your friends and neighbors the same way. So d- take that income tax money and try to find a cash car first. Don't run out and get excited on the first person that wants to finance you. 
Talk to everybody. Talk to employees, uh, your co-workers, your friends, your neighbors, your relatives. Hey, church members, see if somebody's got something for sale. I got you got two, three, four thousand dollars. Try to find you a good two, three, four, five thousand dollar car, and buy a car cash. And then, after you've got this car, make payments in a separate bank account to yourself and build up the cash. So you'll have the next car you can pay cash along with your income tax check. And maybe the car lasts two years, and maybe you can build up enough cash in two, three years. It's all up to you. Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. It's your hard-earned money. You've worked hard, and you've earned it. But don't let somebody in the car business sell you a $2,000 car for $10,000 at 27% interest, Albert Einstein said the eighth wonder of the year of the world is compound interest. How'd you? What would he say about twenty-seven percent interest on eight thousand profit? Well, that's what happens a lots of days. There's some there's some buy here pay here places that everything's sixteen nine. I had a buddy of mine that wanted a vehicle that I had. He said, "Randy, you're too high." I said, "Look, you're just ninety five hundred. It's okay." He said, no, I think it's too high. Well, he went to that place, and he came right back. He said, I like yours better than the one down the street. They're sixteen nine, and yours is 9500 How come? I said, that's, the way that, that's their business plan. It's a big corporation, and they're going to get a lot of repos. And so you got to pay for those repos. Nothing free in the car business. Hey, that popcorn, cookie, soda, and coffee. That's for sticker shock and for overcharging you for work. So you feel better like you owe them something. Just like the shame. Do you owe yourself that? If you've got shame in your life, maybe you don't have Jesus enough. The more Jesus you got, the more you don't care. I could care less what somebody... My, my ministry today, my personal life, is I want to treat everybody the best way I can. And if somebody treats me bad, I want to, I want to know what's wrong with them. And I want to love them and help them. Because if somebody's coming against you, saying something against you, 99% of the time they got an issue. And it's a hurt from the past. It's guilt from the past. It's turned into shame. And, I, hey, I want to love everybody. The more love you have in your heart, the more secure you are. And if you're insecure chasing after the dream, chasing after love, chasing after that big, fine car, trying to impress somebody, you know, the disease of please I want to please everybody. I want to look good to everybody. I got news for you. They could care less. They, they, you know, and they liable to stab you in the back. The disease to please will bring shame on you, guilt on you, hurt on you. Because all of, and a friend of mine and I talked about it, Disappointments are all controlled by expectations. We expect everybody to be perfect, but we're not perfect. We're expecting everybody to treat us right. And when we walk into these car dealerships and money's the game and money's the score, how we keep score, what do you expect? You expect them to give... They got dealerships that take a million and a half a month to open the door, and you expect them to give you a great, great deal and not make any money? Let me say you landed a park. Man, I got a napkin over here I'll sign the deed over to you. If you believe that, you know, that's the key. Expectation. We expect somebody to tell us the truth. Politicians don't tell us the truth. The news media don't tell the truth. Car dealers don't tell the truth. So what do you expect? And we fall in love because they treat us so nice. They treat you nice because they want your money. But let me tell you something. Look at their attitude, how they treat you if you buy somewhere else or you walk out that door or you tell them you're not going to buy, you know, I love what Steve Sorensen's told me for years and years. 
anything over 25 or 50 bucks, I forgot, or 500, I don't know what figure you, he prays about it for 24 hours. He thinks about it. He don't have to buy it right away. And I've, I've heard all these says, if you don't buy it today, it's not going to be here tomorrow. Well, maybe it's not meant to be. I mean, you know, I've had property that way. I buy and sell some property. I buy and sell lots of cars. And if that car's meant to be, it'll be there tomorrow for me. If it's not meant to be, it won't be. Piece of property. I'll give you an example. I helped this gentleman for years. He'd get lost. I'd gather him up. Put him. He was across the street from my lot. Put him back in his house, call his family, do all kinds of stuff. Watched over him. Well, getting near death, he told him, he said, sell Randy Adams that property. Well, there was 13 people that inherited it. And they all wanted a big piece of money, and this property wasn't worth that kind of money at that time. So when he passed away, they put it up for sale for triple what the man told them to sell it to me for. After two years of fighting, arguing, these 13 people about to kill each other, mad at each other, can't get along no more, finally get together and say, well, let's go sell it to Randy Adams. That property waited for me. I talk about cars that I bought for pastors and for churches that were unbelievable deals. Why? Because the Lord's hand was on it. I had a young pastor years ago that was a little over his head what he wanted, but we finally prayed about it. And I'm in Dallas, Texas, and here comes this vehicle. And I mean, it's a nice one. It's the right one. And the Lord told me to go out there and look at it, and I did, and I was wondering why. There was a 100 dealers around it pulled up in the center. I buy it to fit that pastor's budget, sold it to him. Could have made a lot of money on that vehicle, but it wasn't for me to sell. It was me to sell to that pastor. He kept it, I think, eight or nine years and almost got his money back on that vehicle. The Lord showed me he can control that. But we can't control the shame that Satan puts on us and let him, he controls our emotions. He controls our desires. And then he runs it in our lives, in our minds, and it's up there in our minds, the shame. Are you buying something so you look good to somebody else and through the eyes of somebody else? Does the guilt of making a bad decision, you hide it? Do you hide the shame? Do you hide the guilt? Do you hide the hurt? If you hide those three, it'll never get healed. It'll never come to the light. And your purchasing power is in your emotions. And when you're in control of your emotions, you'll make better decisions. And that's what I want. If there's anything you want to talk to me about, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. Be sure and go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. I have a feedback button there now. And go back, go to feedback, and if you like this show and I'm helping you anyway, give us a comment on it. Um, we just put that on there because I've had so many people call me and thank me about the show. But if you've learned something, it's helped your mem- family members or somebody or something, put us a comment on there at the feedback. And it's like I say, it's a feedback page, I guess is what that's called. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to, you know, and... Uh, the scriptures that I use quite a bit is Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. But also that continues on talking about discerning, discerning good from bad, right from wrong. See, that's the problem. We all make bad decisions. We all do something we wish you had. And that guilt comes on. But that's an opportunity to learn and grow. And still letting that guilt control us, Take this opportunity to pray and pray through it and get the help and get the spirit. You know, we're all spirits. You know, I've, I've talked about near-death experiences where I've known 18 near-death experience people. And what we're relating to right now, your, your mind thinks you're 20. My body says it's 69, but my mind says it's 20. That's what's going to live forever because of near-death experiences. You want to talk about that sometime, give me a call. Because what you're, what we're relating right now is what's going to live forever. These bodies not going to live forever, but that spirit's going to live forever. Well, the spirit is in us right now. And we see and we learn and we grow. Take this opportunity. 
Don't expect people to be perfect. Don't be disappointed when things don't turn out the way you want to. But if you're with the Spirit, with the Holy Spirit that really is in you, you'll make a better decision. Hey, forgive everybody, live longer. Of course, one of my dealers reminded me of that yesterday. I had a little problem with the auction, and I just hadn't got back over there. I've forgiven them, but I haven't had time to get back over there on Thursdays. He reminded me, you tell everybody to forgive everybody, live longer, be happier, have the joy flow through you. Well, if you get rid of that hurt, that guilt, and the shame, your mind will clear up. You're not thinking about those things. The thought process, the emotions, the effort, the time you spend. Wouldn't you rather be productive in your mind, growing and learning and understanding? Wouldn't you want to help others? Are you giving back? Wouldn't you like to have spare money to retire on, to help others, to help your family? But if you're giving it all to an automobile and it loses value and you're praying it's worth something when you get through making that last payment, where are you wasting your time and your thoughts and your effort? Be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually the next time you get ready to buy a vehicle. Hey, listen to my show, yes, but the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. Get counsel. Get help. Look at this hard. It's the worst investment we can make on earth because it loses, eats, and costs you money every month. So do you want to waste that money, that time, that hard, that, those hours you put in working, and you want to, that money to go away, that time to go away, and you don't see it coming back? This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Be sure and go to LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Send me a car, find out what it's worth, find out how to buy a car. But also go to feedback, like I told you a while ago. And if you like this show, if I've helped you or whatever I can do, put, go to the website and put feedback on there. And put a comment. If you don't like this show, tell me what's wrong. I'll look at it, examine it, and try to be better. God bless you. I love America. I love you. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. But make a difference in somebody else's life. God bless you. Forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. Forgive everybody. Live longer. And love everybody. God bless you. Tune in next Saturday morning. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.